conversations on pop culture and what's going on and just general shenanigans. I hope to use this as a means to not in- just introduce the Quark's Bar popular culture segment of the podcast, but also anytime I have any shorts. I find this music to be uplifting, and I hope you find it uplifting. Join me on my journey of words and self-discovery. And thank you for listening. It's Tequila Tuesday, my doggy dog, doggy dog. It's Tequila Tuesday, my doggy dog, doggy dog. It's Tequila Tuesday. It's Tequila Tuesday. It's Tequila Tuesday, my doggy dog, doggy dog. Guess what I'm doing, y'all? I'm sitting here watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and I'm wondering why it took me so long to get to this point. Um, to watch this show but also now I get why it got so many Emmy nominations I am now what episode is this on I am on episode uh, 4 Memento Mori and this has to do with uh, while On a routine supply mission to a colony planet, the USS Enterprise come under attack from an unknown malevolent force. But of course it's not malevolent completely because basically there are other races that think that we should not be where we haven't been invited. Um, I don't know if it is the usual suspects, you know, xenophobia or if it's competition for limited resources and it's like the first uh, episode that I watched when they were coming up and trying to figure out how to enforce the prime directive or whatever conduct code one or whatever the when it premiered this they had a uh, issue with it and say, oh, how, you know, it seems like it was so paternalistic or Zionistic. You know, they, one of the wars and why this and Pike is so spun out is because he saw his future through um, the time wars, which was indicated on Star Trek Discovery. And he knows that how he's going to end up. In the original series, he actually was a, a quadriplegic. And he I think he either sees his death and the death of some of his crewmates. But this particular show um, goes to the beginning story of not only Spock, because Spock was actually married, uh, Pike, his family, the number one character, as well as Lieutenant Uhura. So, and it cracks me up that I don't think she was promoted until, Lieutenant Uhura, that is, was promoted until well into one of the Star Trek movies. But I bring Nichelle Nichols up, her groundbreaking role as the um, communications officer, but also the kiss that 
almost broke TV land and Desi Lu Productions because she and the original Captain Kirk, William Shatner, shared an interracial kiss that was heard around the nerddom. I mention that because she died not too long ago, like within the last couple of days. And rest in power, Queen. Um, what I also did not like to hear is she basically died from, she had dementia at, during her last years and her son was in a pretty brutal battle as of 2020 or 2021 they had a GoFundMe um, because he was being accused by some lawyers and they were basically accusing each other of stealing from her and they said it was a long time since she even had a million dollars because I think they had been siphoning off that woman who was um, debilitated for a long time all of her the money that she had worked so hard throughout her life to have although I'm sad for the world's loss if the son or that lawyer doing some shady mess they gonna burn in hell but it does not change the fact that I'm completely obsessed with uh Lieutenant Uhuru, who is now, her backstory is she comes on as a genius and is played, uh, the cadet Uhuru is 2.0, is she looks like she is of African descent. She actually uh, is, she plays the part of Kenyan descent and she basically hums a song and figures out how to communicate with the alien species on children of the comet. She has perfectly short hair, perfectly coiffed, and she is so dark and so beautiful. And I love Celia Rose Gooding. I am a Celia Rose Gooding stan. Um, I am just so happy that she actually has this part. And shame on me for not watching it throughout this season. And shame on me for not, I don't know why I was so hesitant. I mean, I was like, oh, another white captain, but this is so cool. There's so many brown people doing the damn thing. There is the Nigerian doctor uh, who is the chief medical officer. Of course, there is uh, Cadet Uhuru, who's a prodigy. Um, there's Captain Spock, I mean, come on the Vulcan God, there is obviously uh, LBGTQ um, representation, Ortega is going, I'm also probably going to end up being a Ortega Stan, as well as the navigations officer, everybody, there is, there's so much diversity on this show, and one, I haven't been looking back to it, but Pike is, this is so paternalistic and so white supremacist, but there's a white dude um, over all of these, this mixed and very eclectic and diverse, um, diverse cast or and diverse crew. Why does it have to be a white dude? And why was there so much blowback because of when Sonequa Green um, took over as a female, black female, and took over Discovery. People, 
even nerds can be racist. You know what I mean? But it shouldn't take away from, and I, I think about it, but I also can remark on just how beautifully shot this was. CGI in effect, it seems to be, it, the storylines are not stupid, but I'm so, the attention to detail as far as the bridge, I even like the uniforms, um, whoever styles Pike's hair, I dig that. Even Spock is looking fine. I And I just am so, I'm just so blown away by all this eclectic and very diverse uh, representation of this crew. These are some very smart and talented people representing a fake world, but it is how we should, kind of what we should be. And I dig it. I'm here for it all. I really am. And I hope you will enjoy this, watching this. I'm going to strongly suggest you watch it. And I'll probably offer up uh, ongoing commentary because it looks like they've already been nominated for Emmys. But this wrap, the finale, wrapped July 7th. So over a month ago, and I'm just watching it. I'm basically binge watching it. I'll probably watch a couple of more episodes tonight because it's Tuesday night. And I'm on my second margarita, but maybe just one really large margarita. And it's Taco Tuesday, and I haven't taken any Pepsi. Shame on me because this stuff is hot. But that's neither here nor there. I probably uh, pace back in commentary because Memento Mori and Spock Amok basically seems to be a guarantee that what I've enjoyed in the first three episodes are going to continue on into the fourth and the fifth episode. So I don't know if this would be considered ratchet or even respectable. I am just confused why it's coming now and why do we have to relive any of this um, while in the public. This is something that clearly uh, was some stuff that was done behind the scenes or something that was going on behind the scenes that we made was made privy to and dude got the taste slapped out of his mouth. So I'm going to play this part of this apology to you and skip the commentary. Didn't realize that moment. So I want to uh, apologize to Chris's mother. I want to apologize to uh, Chris's family, uh, specifically Tony Rock. You know, we had a great relationship. You know, Tony Rock was my man. Um, and uh, this, this, is, this is probably irreparable. Um, I spent the last three months um, replaying and understanding the nuances and, and the complexities of what happened in, in that moment. Um, and I'm not going to try to unpack all of that right now, but I can say to all of you, there is no part of me that thinks that was the right way to behave in that moment. 
There's no part of me that thinks that's the optimal way to handle a feeling of disrespect or, or insults. After Jada rolled her eyes, did she tell you to do something? No. Um, it's like, you know, I'm, I made a choice on my own from my own experiences, from my history with Chris. Jada had nothing to do with it. Uh, I'm sorry, babe. Um, I'm gonna say sorry to my, my kids and, and my family for the heat that I brought on all of us. Um, to all my fellow nominees, you know, this is a community. It's like I won because you you voted for me. And it, it, it really breaks my heart to have stolen and and tarnished, tarnished your moment. Um, I can still see Quest Love's eyes. You know, it, it happened on Quest Love's uh, award. And, you know, it's like I'm I'm. I'm sorry really isn't sufficient. What would you say to the people who looked up to you before the slap or people who expressed that you let them down? Um, so there's two things. One, um, disappointing people is my central trauma. Um, I okay, I'm gonna let y'all watch the rest of that and come up with your own opinion what I saw was a brother broken I don't know if he was caught up I don't know if he was high but I do know that he did make a mistake he did since he it appeared to be a sincere apology but I don't know him nor Chris Rock more so than I know a man on the moon so has this changed my opinion of Will Smith? No, because I don't know him. All I know him is from the movies that I've paid good money to watch. And if he does put out something that's worth watching, I'm probably going to go and see it. It's not going to change my opinion of him. But what I do and I can't understand or dislike is the people that are continuing to pile on. Uh, the Robbies and the, all these other people that say we knew he was a trash human being from the jump. Some of this is coming up as sour grapes because they can't understand how he or his weird kids have so much fame. And a lot of it, I believe, has to do with white supremacy. Why can't you let this black family that is not the typical Cosby's that really does, that are human and they are flawed and they've admitted to that. You, why won't you just leave them alone? They've admitted to their imperfections. Now, this whole slap and taste out the mouth was some gangster mess, but again, I don't know either one of these people, don't know the families. I feel bad that Chris Rock's mama had to see this and she felt bad that she couldn't protect her kid, but she should have also told her son, stop talking trash about people because you can still get got no matter if you really aren't pookie anymore. And the same thing, 
Will Smith is over 200 pounds and over six feet and still a boy from West Philly. Um, even though your brother took it like a G, you couldn't protect him either because you would have got got to. So with that said, even though some street code gangster ghetto mess was enacted on the white stage, am I going to be all dis because of black uh, good vibes and politics? I don't care. They are all going to be fine. Both are extremely wealthy. Both are extremely talented. They're going to come back from this. If this was a beginning that Will Smith clawing his way back, he never left. He didn't really fall that far from grace, especially from people like me, because I don't care. Again, I don't know him. He's rich. He's going to be fine. If he never worked a day again, because he didn't get locked up for this BS, he is going to be fine. I'm sure he's going to be fine. He, Westworld, those weird kids, they are going to be just fine. And me feeling one way or another, it's not going to make a difference. I just want him to get continue to do the work um, and get back to the Mike Lowry that I know because the midlife crit, uh, midlife will that I see in this video, although his eyes were not as sad and hurt like I did see previously um, when he and when they discussed Jada's uh, affair, but according to this Robbie chick, he's had affairs too. And they've come back from that. So why y'all, we, None of us thought, I know I didn't think they were all saints because they owned up to their mess. So why y'all all up in arms and making a mountain out of a molehill? You trash talkers need to go sit down somewhere. Other people that are trying to pile on the Amy Schumers and the Jim Carrey's of the world, all of y'all just know need to go take many seats because none of us care. And also, it's okay if... Chris Rock never talks to him and don't accept his apology because that was some international embarrassment too because I, I honestly and truly believe he told you keep my mouth and my families out your mouth. He didn't think he was going to do it, especially didn't think he was going to do it Oscar night and that again, that was some gangster West Philly Brooklyn, aka and v versus Brooklyn thing. He he didn't. He got his head blown back, got the taste smacked out of his mouth. But it sounds like that West Philly Negro told him to stop it. He didn't, and he got got. I bet he won't say that mess. I wanted to end my broadcast or this recording with just some fresh beats and a, as a reminder for us to be kind to ourselves, be kind to our minds, and keep creating. I mean, there's just so much horrible things and mean things going on in the world. And this is not goodbye 
this is just until we meet again or until I record and drop another episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Check me out on social media. Tinfro is reading on Instagram, TV Food Wine Girl on Twitter, and Tinfro is reading the book club. I hope to get into a better state of mind as we recover as a nation from just the tragic happenstance of the last several weeks. And again, I admonish you to be kind to yourself and be kind to others. Be the action that you want to be. If you want kindness, give kindness, exude kindness, and just love yourself and love others. And again, thank you for listening.